Choosing an energy company raises many questions. Constellation can answer all of them with energy solutions that fit your needs. Energy made efficient, simple, insightful, and flexible. That's what makes Constellation America's energy choice. Learn more at constellation.com slash energy. Toys podcast. We got Loveline in the building. You, you. We got Michelle. Hey, y'all. Um, Michelle, what's your sign? I'm a Scorpio. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> my best friend is a Scorpio, so I'm y'all a let Scorpio. It. We spicy. So spicy. your month, your birthday's this month, October 29th. Uh, <laughs> so you right before Halloween. <laughs> yes. First of all, y'all crazy. Yes, a little bit. But we're good though. Yes, we're good though. Scorpios are real people. Mm-hmm. You keep it real, you y'all know. Too. There's no need. I think to... y'all too nice sometimes to your friends. Mm-hmm. Y'all give too friends nice. too many, too much um, times to like mess you up, like, um, fuck you over, kind of. Not no. me. You don't think so? No. no I, I feel like if you're a like real that. friend, then there should. I mean, you shouldn't have times where it's going to be continuous. You be a real friend. I'm gonna tell you, like, look, this can't continue, mm-hmm. and. If you're a real friend, you'll you'll accept it if we have that type of friendship. But mm-hmm. nah, not not a lot gets by. <laughs> when does Scorpio season begin and end? Um, that I don't know. I just know I'm a Scorpio. I think it ends oh, like middle of November. Okay, does it? I think. Yeah. Okay, because I think the end of November. I think it's middle of November. Okay. Yeah. Um. Can you hear? Better. Yes. That's better. Yeah. No, my best friend is a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. She's lit. You're a water sign like me. Yes. Hello. It's October 23rd through November 21st. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Then you go. There you go. My best friend is a Scorpio. So, yeah, y'all lit. Yeah. Yes. I got a crush on a Scorpio. I don't know. Don't about crush Scorpio too hard. Then. Really? What's you wrong with fall. y'all? You might fall. Y'all you might slip and like fall they real say, hard. They say y'all focus people, yes, y'all brave, balance. And but I do know something about Scorpios. Y'all have like an addictive personality. Like addictive. Yeah. That's why I said don't fall because you, you might don't don't dip don't really? crush too hard because yeah. you might just be like gone. If, if you like if a Scorpio Shit. likes, uh, I would say like tattoos. They'll get like oh they'll get obsessed. Yes. With tattoos. Oh my gosh. Yes. My best friend. She does it with piercings. Really. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Like a, I would say more spontaneous. Like I would say mm-hmm. I wouldn't say addictive, but like. I wanted to get my tongue pierced. I got my tongue pierced and I wanted to get a mm. tattoo. Go get a tattoo. Like, it's not like I'm thinking about it forever. Like, I'm more like, oh, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Shoot from the hip. I never met a broke Scorpio, though. <laughs> never. Scorpios are hard workers. They're, yeah. they're, they're relentless. They're hard workers. Have for sure. No, I haven't met one. You know what? I don't think I'm friends with Scorpio men. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good. You're not? <laughs> don't be. No, am I? What's wrong with them? Nothing's wrong with Scorpios. We just get a, I feel like Scorpios get a bad rap because we're the most extreme sign of them all. Like, 
they say that ex- that Scorpios is just the most extreme so- extreme sign. So it's like I feel like we always get a bad rap, like like that post you had earlier, like oh this is the original huh? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah like, that was funny. Scorpios just get that intense like this but is what you funny, are. But that's funny because I don't really know Scorpios to be hoes like yeah that, y'all know? could be like flirts, but We're I don't feisty. know about like Scorpios. No, we had a Scorpio Scorpios on. She said she was feisty. a hoe. Like Scorpios will you know it's easy to be a friend with a Scorpio because we're just so like that water sound. We're just so fluid. We're we're, we're not yeah. So it's like, but I just feel like we just get a bad rap. We're just this is the original hoe. I was pissed when I looked at y'all. Wasn't on there. No, I was definitely on there. Y'all was Pisces. Yes, we're we're the twelfth sign, so we're always last. I didn't see y'all. So it there. said use a hoe. Just, just <laughs> see, you in the same boat. Really, a, a Pisces? Yeah, it said use a hoe, and you could you just need another hoe to calm you down, they and y'all can hoe together. And I was like, oh my god, what? Metabolism. Like, like y'all okay. just, <laughs> like you're a hoe, but and you're a hoe, and so y'all go together, be like, hoes you, together. You need another hoe to be. Yeah. I was like, what? I didn't know this about myself. Need that balance. <laughs> you're not even hoe material. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> No, it's Michelle. She's not lying. I tried to be a hoe. <laughs> Ask Nina. You try to be a no, hoe. You, you can't do it. Ask Nina. I like. She's I terrible. I so said good girl. Yes. What I do? I said last year. I was like, oh, I'm gonna be a hoe. You gonna watch me? 2018. I'm gonna do what I want. Bitch, I walked into 2018 with a whole man <laughs> and a family. Oh, what? She can't do it. Look, she ain't built you, for that. But your man is not, you're not a hoe, but you is, you, you know. You're his hoe. Right. Like, you're not a hoe. That's, that's, the, you, that's you, the, you about the best hoe she going to be. Right. That's one man hoe. <laughs> I swear. That's, that's, and that's the I best can. hoe I am going to be with one man. Hey, I'm be his hoe. It works. You need to be. That's all you need to be. That's a shame. That's all you need to be. It is. Is it? Yeah, it is a shame. It's a shame. I think every girl should go through a hoe stage. What 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 are the? <laughs> I'm not gonna I, go I don't into think this. it should be a whole stage. I think it should just be a stage where, you know, everybody has to find themselves. Like, mm-hmm. not to say that you have to do it through sex or being promiscuous. Talk that I talk. think I think that's but, the best time. <laughs> she said, "Nah, cut everything else out." Like you tripping? We ain't talking. We just straight having sex. She's like, you nah, know what I don't saying. think you have to be. I think I honestly think that relationships are important. You ain't got to be like with somebody to be like, oh, I'm in a relationship. But I feel like to get to know people, you gotta open up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be a hoe. You don't have to be um, promiscuous. But you could just be that cool chick that you know people get along with. Right. But it don't mean that you and people can classify you as a hoe because you friends with dudes, and it's men. like yeah. no. I'm just not the one that's all prissy and acting like something that I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel you on that. But hmm. some girls that are cool with dudes are the hoes. Some of them are the hoes. <laughs> on the low, the main hoes when they want it. They got they got right trains ran on them. You know that type of Ooh. those type of hoes. We're done here because <laughs> we have different levels of hoes. Oh, there's different levels to hoism. Um, yes, that's a really that's high religion. level trains. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's levels to it. I don't know that level. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm not familiar. <laughs> like, I'm not that, familiar, that, but like, there's levels still, to being a hoe. Is that a hoe? Like, if you having a train ran on you, is that a hoe? Oh, ho-ish? yeah, that's a hoe. That, she should get a little money for that. I mean, a train? I mean, she should, but that's a hoe. Like, like a hoe? Tr- <laughs> right, like that. Yeah. It's cost to ride. I guess that's, that's because a hoe. That's like, a hoe. You had like, niggas. doing it for free. You had like, niggas like, next, next, next. No, that's a hoe. No, no. That's like, come up. Somebody paying your rent. That's like a, a... That's a sport, a, bitch. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm 
<laughs> don't even have to practice just go like no that's crazy no. like how are you prepping for that you're not mm-hmm. you're not no gosh I think it just happens <laughs> I'm mad at both of us we what? both look like what in a row like it just happened I, like I, I, how do you set that up I don't know or you don't think men tell me like you know just be a girl to come over for one dude and then his boy like I want to smash and he smash and yeah no that's not going and down. she's consenting to this yeah no no never have I ever it tell you right. that yeah <laughs> tell you that it happens. no 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 I know I, I've heard stories like I've legit heard stories um never experienced that thank God I think that that has to be. When when I see somebody who's willing you to go have through that, a, a mental thank you. It's something, but it going depends because like, like this is one guy I was talking you're to. You're sick or you hurting or yes. both. There's oh, yes. one guy I was and you just don't to. care no more. Like you just numb. Like mm-hmm. I just don't understand how you can just like. It could one be she, after she could be like, drunk I can't even though fathom too. This. Well, then that's if she's drunk, then that's called rape. rape. No, it's not rape. I'm saying she's no. She's she knows what she's doing. She no, just she don't, don't know what she's doing if she drunk. They all drunk. I feel like you, at a certain extent, you know what you're doing when you're drunk. There's there's drunk, and then there's like blackout. Can't remember. Can't remember. No consent. Right. Like, yeah, like that's I blacked different out, than being then, drunk. Like that's straight. I picked you inebriated. up. Like you're done. Oh, right. y'all was, Oh, okay. Fuck yeah, me. she's like, oh, I was blacked <laughs> out. I'm like, I know. I tried to pick you up yes. from the floor. You yeah. Nut. yeah. Like, but it was her birthday. Like that was me. My last birthday. Really? I was like, I want to get white girl wasted, and uh-huh. I did, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't have. Yeah, you blacked out. I did. It was yeah. bad. It wasn't that bad, but it was like I ain't trying to drink like that no more. Ever. Like, nah, I'm good. Oh, like, you know how bad. you had those nights where you drink and you're like, I'm never drinking like that again. And then like three or four months go by and you like, I, I could do it. Nah, let's go out. But that birthday, yeah. Never nah. ever. Like wine, the 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 wine coolers, but nothing heavy. I'm I'm good on that. Maybe a drink if I go to Fridays or something, mm-hmm. but nothing where it's just like Let's part it. Nah. Really? I'm good. Wait, I didn't. Oh, no. Somebody put Henny in my cup. That's how I got fucked yeah. up. That's why I black, blacked how out. How somebody put it in your cup, though? What did they do? Slide it over to you? I, I don't know. Was they was there. walking with a Henny bottle, and they just, you know, dropped it in there. And I'm already, Henny. like, twisted. I don't even know how people still drinking Henny. I don't know how they were drinking either. But, ugh. I didn't. But I was drinking Jameson. I guess that's, like, Whoa. It's the same, right? Yeah. But it's not the same, like, I feel like Jameson's a little smoother. Oh, you with that dark. No, I'm telling you, I don't know. Not anymore. <clears throat> I can't. I can't drink dark. First of all, I just don't. I stay away from that. The good thing is <laughs> I learned how to drink Douce because it's super smooth. Smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love it. And There's some a... things where you just sip and be good. Like, I feel like that's one of them where you just sip and I can't. be chilling I gotta, out. It's either wine or pour it up mobile. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can drink. <laughs> anyway. What is that? The sweet? Um, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy does pour it up mobile. That's the only thing I could drink besides um wine. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you only have two things. You know? <laughs> it ain't like a plethora of drinks where you're yeah. like, oh, God, I can't stop any of these. <laughs> you only have two. <laughs> I can't. So uh, one is, I have you guys, two of you on, because you both have been adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to tell your story. Girl, I'm going to ask a question. Huh? Go ahead, Michelle. I'm well, always on here. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, my story. So I was adopted at eight. Um, prior to being adopted, I lived in Jersey City. 
Um, that's where I'm originally from, JC. Mm-hmm. Um, my biological mother was a heroin addict. So she had seven children and I'm the oldest mm-hmm. out of all of them. Um, and we all were, except for one, was adopted um, and put into the system. So being in Jersey City was so much different than being here. Like, I think I cried the whole way from Jersey City to South Jersey because it was just like, it went from city to country. Mm-hmm. Quick, quick. And I'm like, where am I going? Like, it felt, at that age, it felt like I was going somewhere so far, mm-hmm. but I was only an hour away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um... Other than that, I mean, that's the story. There's things that, you know, fall from that. But in a nutshell, like eight, came to Penny Packer, um, met a whole bunch of people there, went to Memorial. But a lot of things stem from being adopted. Like it's something that doesn't, when you're adopted, it's something that never leaves you. Like you still have effects of it. I mean, you still, you mature. um, You come into certain things with a a certain realization of, of certain things. But- it's just dealing with an adopted person is different. It's real different. Real different. Big facts. Mm-hmm. Now I feel you on that. So you came straight to Wallenboro? Yes. So the way that I remember it happening, we had like an adoption picnic in Jersey City, I think. But honestly, the way Jersey City set up, nah, we was in some field somewhere. So it wasn't Jersey City. I don't know where we was at. Mm. But um, yeah, the my... Adopted parents wanted to adopt kids. They wanted a baby. Um, and they was coming to the picnic to, you know, get a baby or at least small, like mm-hmm. small age. And they said they saw me and my brother and was like, that's, I want y'all. And ironically, my adopted mom, my mom's name is Michelle. Mm-hmm. So my middle name became Precious because when we was around her family, it was Michelle. And we was both like, huh, what? Mm-hmm. So that was my middle name. But yeah, I came from straight from Jersey City to uh, Willingboro. Now, while I was in Jersey City, I was in four foster homes. We lived with one mm-hmm. of my great aunts. She passed away. I was at school. My brother was actually in the house when it happened. Um, we feel as though she got strangled. Like a boyfriend came in through the window and like strangled her. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother was younger though. So I don't know if he, re- he remembers a lot. I don't remember a lot. I feel like because I was adopted and because of the things that happened, I don't remember a lot. And I feel like it affects my memory today. Like, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went through a series of foster homes and mm-hmm. then I came to Willenboro. Mm-hmm. I actually heard that Willenboro had the highest rate of like foster. Yeah, they do. They foster, actually do. Uh, care. Yeah. Like present. Like Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And then... uh. Moved out of Willingboro in middle school, went to township, and then that was, you know, college after that and stuff like that. Your, your parents uh, made you go to township? Oh, you went to township? I went to township. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, because when I went to Willingboro, my head was in the clouds. Like, I don't even remember seventh grade. Like, I really don't know why. I think that, that, that like I said, my memory is horrible, mm-hmm. but my grades were slipping. I don't know what it was about Willingboro. I think I just couldn't concentrate I just really couldn't and my parents was like yeah your brother's not going there so we're going to have to move we had Mostly a house on. built from mm-hmm. ground up That's what's like that my parents still live in today and um we went to township and um I appreciate township like we had you know it was a good education good mixed you know melting Crap. pot yeah mm-hmm. so I think that's lit I was in Willowboro you stayed in Willowboro my parents didn't learn their lesson until my little brother and they were like oh yeah mom 
Yeah, it took one year for me. I got D's and F's. My friends was like, yeah, Bobby's not going there. We're, mm-hmm. we're out. I was like, dang. But I mean, what, you, I what can you do? Right. And it probably was for the best anyway, honestly. Mm-hmm. So. Uh-huh. And your adopted home, were other kids adopted or just you? Nah, it was just us. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just us. Um, years oh, later- you weren't separated? No, me and my brother actually up. lived in, we were separated at some point. So we lived in- the same, we lived with our mother for about one or two years. She couldn't take care of us. So we went to our great aunt's house. She passed away. So then that's when they separated us. So mm-hmm. we were in different foster homes. And we then got joined back together when we got adopted. Oh, but then okay. there were siblings after us that we knew about, never saw. Oh, we're going to get you pictures. We're going to do this. It's amazing now that I look back as an adult on caseworkers and how they're supposed to. They, just, they really was just doing a job. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like... I really care about you or you like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was literally just a job and the stuff that they were saying was just all lies to just mm-hmm. get you along or, you know, keep it moving. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. So we had our other siblings and um, being adopted years later, they wanted to adopt one of our brothers, but our parents didn't tell us this till years later, like adults. They was like, yeah, they called us because they want to keep families together. Um, they called us and they wanted us to adopt, but we was like, no. And, and I was like, why? Why didn't y'all adopt him? Like, because that's money, right? That costs. Oh, but even like, it do it do cost. Mm-hmm. But you are you. I mean, to be an adoptive parent, they do they they do cut you a check at some point. Mm-hmm. Like them taxes come back rolling, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, rolling. Real quick. Okay, <laughs> but um, but uh, but you know, I, I understand. I understand. Like, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, that's what's up. Yep. Were you like at a point in your life where you were ashamed to say like, "Oh, I'm adopted"? I was. Okay, I was. Um, what age were you? At I that? was actually when I first got here, fourth grade. I went to Penny Packer, and I really didn't talk about. I was angry. I didn't want to be here. Like I was in the country. I felt like, and it was just like uh, everybody thought I was a mean girl that I didn't want to talk to nobody, and that's how that's what I looked like because I didn't want to be here. And I remember telling one of my close friends that I was adopted, and I remember her getting mad at me. And being like, that's why you're adopted. Ooh. And I was like, oh, like at that age, it crushed me. Like, dang, like you ain't have to do me dirty like that. But since you did, shoot it's me the all fair good. Ones. <laughs> now, I had a couple fair, fair ones. ones um, just because people just, they just, they, they, they had their perception sweet. of me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? They had their perception of me. And it was just like, not. it's not that I was, I'm standoffish or I have a coworker that I actually work with now. And she says she remembered me in Memorial. And she was like, you was the mean girl. You had the Moesha braids. You act like you ain't want to talk to nobody. And I was like, nah, I was just cool. And I was like in my own zone. I was Mm. never the one to follow a crowd. Like, you know what I'm saying? So when she said that about me, it really was like, not to say that I'm all I got, but I, I kind of, you know, walked in my own lane mm-hmm. because I was different. I did, At that point, I was ashamed to be adopted, but I felt like I was a little different than other people. Mm-hmm. So, Hello? Hello? Hey, how's it going? Hi. <laughs> Who this? Who on the line? Kelly, Kelly Blaze. Hey, Kelly, Kelly Blaze. Hey, Kelly. Can you turn your background down a little bit? It's kind of loud. Or like your TV off or go to a different room? What, what's going on with y'all? Um, shout out to shout out to the to the local local content. Thank you. Did you hear us, Kelly? Can you turn? Yeah, I heard y'all perfectly. Okay. Yeah, so that sounds a little lower. Uh huh. What's up? So if your friend says your significant other is cheating, 
and the significant other says they're lying, who would you believe? So that's not the topic that we're having for today. I don't know if you've been watching. Wait, so I have to ask a question on one topic? Yeah. So what's the topic? The topic is today that there's two lovely ladies here and we're discussing um, our stories of adoption. Nah, it's all good. Everybody, it's all good. But I mean, we will keep your uh, question into consideration. We'll swing back around it, maybe on a different episode, if that's cool. Oh yeah, most definitely. All right, Mr. Blaze. All right, y'all, y'all take it easy. You ain't got no questions about adoption. About adoption, man. Um, Hmm. I guess not. not really. <laughs> I mean, if I, if I did, I'm going to exit on the comments. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Well, we can read the comments, so that's yes. fine. All right. Thanks for calling me. So What's you your sign? He's, oh, oh, Bye. he's like, you shit about your sign. Right. <laughs> yeah. I ain't answer my questions. Right. Bye, I'm bitch. trying to get some Bye. facts. <laughs> on facts on facts. Right. Bye, bitch. <laughs> that kind of juicy, though. I want to call back, Kelly. I want to circle back to that. <laughs> Let's say that for it. Like, call back, Kelly. Right. Next Monday. <laughs> we gonna touch that, sub- that subject. Then. Oh, and he said he's a Scorpio. <gasps> There's your male Scorpio. See, I never... Intense. He came with it, right? Okay, he came he with said, that question. Scorpio. Like, by the way, only Scorpios can call. It's like... <laughs> Scorpio night. Scorpio night. Yo, no, for yeah, Scorpio night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's lit. But, um... Thank you for calling, Kelly. Yeah, thank you, Scorpio. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I I know somebody that was adopted that uh, they went through a lot too mm-hmm. at at that young age. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom was thinking about adopting her, but then she was like, "That might be too much for her," you know. Mm-hmm. It 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 sends thoughts through your head. I just actually recently had a situation um, in a family where you know a baby was in question, and it was what's going to happen to the baby mm-hmm. and. In my heart of hearts, I'm like the baby not going in the system. You know, it was it it was no question. It was like the baby's not going in the system. But when you're thinking about adopting a child, it's to some people it's not that easy. I have a child, mm-hmm. so to have a a child go in the system is like nah. Like I have a child. I'm taking care of my child. It's nothing new. Um, but it is a heavy decision when you're trying to decide if you want to adopt a child, especially when other people are involved, a, a significant other, mm-hmm. um, um, family, but it is definitely not just, oh, let me just do this. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I kind of feel like it is because of what I went through. And mm-hmm. it's like, I wouldn't want an offspring of ours to experience that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I can't even say that I experienced bad bad things like Mm -hmm. i think all of my siblings actually have a different story like my brother experienced you know some crazy things and Mm -hmm. it was just like i don't want to be knowing that a a a sibling of ours has a child and offspring and that could happen and i had something to do with the decision of yeah send them to the system right Mm -hmm. nah i'm good on that Mm -hmm. yeah so do you have a relationship with your mother and your father my mom actually passed away Sorry um, to hear that. Three years ago, about to be three years ago. Um, so when we became, I, I would say I was about 22 and um, we went to Jersey. We said we we're going to go to Jersey City, meet her, 
because I don't remember her when we was younger because we only stayed with her for like snacks. Thank you. <laughs> Just kidding. I need to be um, fed. <laughs> is that Lorna doing? Yeah. You better pass that bitch over here. <laughs> <laughs> pass that bitch over here like she a whole girl. <laughs> um, I, um, what was he saying? Breaking bread first. Snacks. See, my, I'm a foodie. It's horrible. No, no, no. I'm going to take one. Okay. Um, was, well, I really, really lost contract. Yeah, food your really, mother. Food, really. I saw, oh, yes. They're my favorite. I so, saw one of the dudes. I said, hold on. Um, we went to go meet her. And to tell you the truth, the process was like, when they say the pissy elevator, like we was in a pissy elevator in the projects. Wait, like, that going, was your first time meeting your mother? Yes. Three years ago? No, 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 no. I was about 21, 22. Okay. Oh, wow. So. Wait, so you're not 25? Nah. Word. But I'll be 25, girlfriend. Okay. Word, word, word. <laughs> I'm not 25. I'm not. <laughs> I'll be 25. Though. I'll Thank be 25 you. for Thank you for life. I'm 29, 25. All right. <laughs> You're a liar now. Now I want to know the truth. <laughs> but nah, so that was our first time really meeting her. Word. And it was going in a pissy elevator in the projects. Going, you know, we're at it's our about me once a month. So <laughs> I, when I'm visiting my mom, our grandmother's oh. house um, in Jersey City, mm-hmm. and uh, they said that she would go there every day. So she would, you know, if we was go- going to see her, that she would probably be there. Mm-hmm. They did say, look, she might not come because she does her disappearing acts, and yeah. it was just like something you just had to like. It was just put yeah, on us. You had to prepare. So it was like, all right. So. Honestly, it was like a whole bunch of emotions just sitting there waiting for her to come through the door. Mm-hmm. And when she came through the door, it just was like nothing I imagined. Like, what did you imagine it to me? Not fairy tale ish. Okay. But because I, I don't know if it was really something that I imagined or just like, what am I really expecting? You know, it was like my mom looked like she was on drugs. Right. But I couldn't conceptualize that she was on drugs. You know, all the years where it was just like, you know, where's our mom at? And when she come to get us, it wasn't she was on drugs. It was like, are she just not here right now? Mm -hmm. So that first time seeing her, it was just like, dang, like she's on drugs. She's skinny as I don't know what. And I just didn't imagine her to look that way. Mm -hmm. And not to say it saddened me or anything, because at this point, you know, I had already been through a little bit of college and kind of finding myself but it really was an eye opener that like this is our mom and this is real and we're probably not going to have a relationship with her. We didn't really have a relationship after after that. Like when we mm-hmm. would go, we probably went back up to Jersey City maybe two or three more times. I feel like every time we went up there, for one, it was for our funeral, and for two, we like we weren't close to our family because we wasn't raised up there like right. that. So when we would come to town, we would walk the, the streets of Jersey City with her, and she'd be like, "These are my kids." These my kids. These really? my kids. And it's like it's my daughter. Right. It's yeah, like it's me. and it's like, yeah, we are your kids, but we don't even know you. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it was just like a crazy experience, but still a little like fulfilling because it was like, all right, we we met her. Mm-hmm. Um it, it was weird trying to develop that type of relationship. Like I said, I could feel like I could develop a relationship with anybody, but that was the hardest. Like I didn't know Next. where to fit in. I didn't know what to ask. I didn't know what to say. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So. Now that could be, uh, that's a little difficult. I think people don't realize. I'm not saying we come out messed up when we don't have our moms in our life. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the person who's genetically and biologically engineered to take care of you, not take care of you 
is yeah. it's a different impact in your life. It is. So when you when that girl you told that you were adopted to and she threw it back in your face, mm-hmm. not having a relationship with your mom and that's the first person woman you love, how did you like trust women as friends growing up? Um, it's in it. I must say that it really didn't affect my relationship with women. I feel like I've 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 grown so much. I can't really say it affected my relationship with women. I'm an open person, so I'm open to, you know, people. Like I know people are going to be complex, but back then I can't really say I was closed. I was closed to everybody. Okay. So it wasn't just a woman thing. It was just like a leave me alone thing. Like, how does it? Just, how did it affect you know, your dating? Thank you. It was just like leave me alone. Leave me alone. Like I'm good. You were like that too. Yes. Like you're so me. I'm not me. Me, Yo, just leave me alone. Wait, this was in the beginning. This this is me. Like more teenager when I started to get to know myself. Mm -hmm. It was like you're so me. You always got attitude. It's like I ain't got attitude. Like this is legit my face, and I'm feeling like I just want all of y'all in this house to leave me alone right now. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. But you're perceived as like. The, the mean person, yeah, like, like you got something out for everybody. It's like I'm, I'm not even worried about y'all. Like I don't even really care about y'all. Like I was never the one to be like, oh, I want to be popular. Nah, I was never the one to be like, I want to roll with y'all. Nah, it was mm-hmm. I just want to be me. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Did it affect your dating? Um, did it affect my dating? I would say that um, the only person that probably could break my heart was my mom. Mm, okay. I can't really say that. That's deep. That, that that's deep. the only person that really broke my heart. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? I love you, mm-hmm. but it's it's. I can't even explain it. It's like a feeling that once that piece of you, like you said, somebody that's genetically supposed to take care of you, that you you consume so much from in the womb, then you come out the womb. It's like all right, bye. It's like. You, Hit the roof. Yeah, it's like how you detach from that. It's like dropping a bird from the sky, kicking the bird out the nest. Yeah, the first time. literally. And it's like you learn how to fend for yourself. You learn how to not to say that you have walls up, but you just learn how to be yourself and love yourself because that mm-hmm. person that was supposed to love you, you know, what I mean, couldn't. And mm-hmm. and at a point, it was like I blamed her, but at a point, it was just like mm-hmm. I can't even blame her. No more. Like I can't even blame her no more. I gotta just grow from it and just know that God put me in this situation for a reason. <laughs> when did you get to that point? Like I can't blame her no more. Um, to tell you the truth, it probably was when I met her. Oh, it was probably was when I met her, and my mom did take me into the bathroom. She apologized to me, mm-hmm. and she said, "I'm sorry. Like I just couldn't. You know, I love y'all. I pray for y'all, and I respected that." That was like closure for me and she wasn't even dead yet. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was just kind of like, I got to chalk that up as that was God's way of just saying, look, I had y'all. She couldn't, but I was going to watch over y'all and mm-hmm. she's still here. So at least spend a little bit of time with her and make the best of it. Mm-hmm. How did you feel when she passed? Uh, I actually felt, um, I I felt good for her. Honestly, and I know that sounds crazy, but I know that my mom was tired. Like being a drug addict, she was. I feel like she was a functioning drug addict. So my mom, mm. like everybody knew her in Jersey City. She not to say that she was the life of the party, but everybody knew Missy. Like mm. everybody knew Missy. That's why when we was walking through the streets, these my kids, and everybody was like, "Oh, okay. 
Like everybody knew her. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when you when you in the city and you walking everywhere and you doing drugs and mm-hmm. you in the scene, it's like I'm glad you're free. Like I remember looking down on her being like, I thank God that you're free. You're not tired no more. You're not struggling no more. I feel like she was with a partner that also did drugs. And when you're with somebody, yes. And I feel like my mom did want to get off drugs. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when you're with somebody that enables you, in order to keep them happy, you kind of lose um, yourself. And because she wanted to change and do a new thing, and that wasn't his wave, it was kind of like, I guess I'm going to just keep doing this because I've been doing it for this long anyway. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'm not going to do it like I did it in my 20s, but it's going to still sustain me a little bit. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. That's big. That's true, though. What's your story? Mine? Lord. I mean, I know some of it, but... Yeah. <laughs> it's a long story. It's not a long story. It's very... It's. <laughs> I swear fine. our stories are just pretty much parallel. Okay. <laughs> we both ended up in Willenboro. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, word for word, our story's the same. Um, So, I'm originally... I was born in Newark. Originally oh, from... Jersey. So, yeah. yeah. Y'all both from Newark, Jersey. Okay. Yeah. So, originally from Newark... Um, my family is like Newark, Passaic, Patterson, Jersey mm-hmm. City, um, and Hoboken. Like we're all from that area. So I'm from Newark. Um, so I'm one out of six kids that my mother had. I'm the baby out of the girls. So my mom just she was like had this thing where she was in and out of jail. My mom was a drug addict, so she had just a lot going on for her. Um, in terms of that we're weighing her down, ripping her apart, in and out of jail. Um, so she really couldn't take care of any of us. Like, mm-hmm. my mom really didn't raise us like that. Like, so my sisters and my brothers were in Puerto Rico. So oh, wow. their father had them. Then um, my sister was raised by, like, other family members. And then you have me and then my little brother. We were just raised by other family members. So... Mm-hmm. Um, my mom would just kept, she kept messing up. So what happened was, um, she was already, um, doing heroin while mm. she was, while she was pregnant with me. So when she gave birth, I was premature. Mm-hmm. So she's like, shit, she's premature. But my mom for, for a while, it runs in my family and I don't know why this happens to my mom a lot. And I don't know, because I think at that time she was on drugs that, um, how can I say this? My mom being on drugs, she never knew when she was pregnant. When you're on drugs, you're more prone to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like I'm one out of I'm I'm the oldest out of seven. Mm-hmm. So when you're on drugs, you're really? more prone to be to get pregnant. You're oh, it's easier crazy. for you to get, get pregnant. pregnant, and that's why you do hear a lot of drug addicts have so, so many, many kids. kids. Yeah, that's because crazy. like you said, they don't even know when they're pregnant. Right. Like I with my youngest brother, my mom didn't even now. He's like ten. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I'm thirty. You twenty five. <laughs> so it's like yo you've been having kids for a long, long time, time. like yeah. like my thing is when they like they know when you come in a hospital that you have a history of that like why don't they do something about that i guess, I guess that's consent. another conversation yeah. that's a but whole it's like nother... dang yeah but yeah that's that's facts my mom there was six of us and i'm just like you didn't want to no slow down no problem. yeah okay but yeah. also <laughs> my mom was also married at one point oh, but okay. It was more like my grandfather told her boyfriend, like, all right, she's 13, 14. Oh, You're wow. in your 20s. Yeah, this can't be. So uh, <laughs> you going to marry her. 
Oh, <laughs> or, yeah. you know, like yeah, my yeah. mom had my brother at 14. Oh, so wow. you got to say, so yeah. my mom had all of us like before like 26. Did she wow. get on drugs after your brother? So I want to say, yeah, I want to say, yeah, she got on drugs after my older brother, I believe. Um, maybe it wasn't to like my oldest sister. She started getting on drugs because I remember her like telling me certain stories and stuff like that. Um, so she would say certain things like that. But so my mom, she had me early. So she, 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 the same thing happened with my older sister. She didn't know she was pregnant mm-hmm. with my sister until she went to the hospital because she got sick and they were like, Oh, you're, you have pneumonia and you're you have pregnant. a baby. Yeah. <laughs> so she was like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So the same thing. So she didn't know for a while that she was pregnant with me. So she was using drugs while okay. she was pregnant with me. So when she found out, she's like, Oh, she's not pregnant. All right. Well, I got to get off heroin. So that transition is usually methadone. Mm-hmm. So my mom using methadone, um, not telling the doctors, I don't think it was long or whatever. So when she gave birth to me, she said she just like laid in the bed. It was like, all right, Diaphys is about to come take my yeah, kid away. That's the, pri- that's the process. That's the process. Like mm-hmm. my mom you just have drugs in your system. That's it. Like she knew, like my mom knew she was like, I didn't tell them and I already have all this in my system and they're mm-hmm. going to take my baby away from me. So they said, sure enough, the minute I started screaming, crying, they were like, oh, okay. Wow. So they ran tests and everything. And they were, my mom said, like, a CPS came in and was like, yeah, no, uh, what mm-hmm. you doing? Mm-hmm. So the good thing is all the kids in my family, like me and my siblings, we were all separated. But we so were still all in the same family. Yes. Yeah. So we were still separated within the same family. And um, that was like a good thing mm-hmm. because we were still, you know, protected. Like we still yeah. were around you each other. people around you that's Caring. like you. Like right. me, I feel like, you know, I love my parents to death, but like my blood don't run through their veins. So it's like when they ask me why I'm a certain way, it's like, cause I'm not mm-hmm. from you. Like, right. and I don't have any of my family around here. To explain but, it. Exactly. But if you were around my family, you would understand. Cause like, I feel like when we link up, it's like, we never left because we're so much alike. Mm-hmm. Like we're all goofballs. Mm-hmm. We're all, and we don't have know, to explain like, it to each other. Exactly. Like we could just be ourselves mm-hmm. and it don't, you know, no questions asked. We're good. You know, we cry when we want to cry. We yell like th- Cause that's us. That's, right. how, that's we how we do. Right. But you, I, you know, you feel like you have to explain that to other people. And it's like, if you're not going to try to understand me, just leave me then alone. don't complain about what I do. Don't talk about what I do. Don't bother me. Don't criticize what I do. Unless you're really trying to understand me. And don't bother me. Yeah. Leave me alone. Like we've been saying. Like we've been saying. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. That's exactly so. where my mindset was always. Um, so yeah, like my um, you know my mom, she would call like my uncle. She was real close to my uncle. She would be like, you know, I can't take care of this baby. Like, um, I know you took my sister's baby. And like my mom has a sister. My mom has mad sisters. I'm mad sisters. There's four of them. <laughs> so m- my uncle had already taken her sister's son because mm-hmm. her mom went through the same thing. Her his mom went through the same thing. His um. His dad was like beating on his mom and like mm-hmm. putting, she was on drugs and all that. So it was a lot. So um, my uncle took my cousin in. Mm-hmm. So then she was like, you, yeah, I know you took him in and can you help her? You know, I can't give her a future or whatever like that. So please. My uncle was like, hell no. Next time, close your legs. Like, you know how families are. Like, tough yo, love, yeah. yo, tough loves. Like, come Not on. Not even, but it's like the people, it's like the situations too. Like, it's crazy how somebody can have a baby and be like, yo, can you help me out? 
It's like not even like, can you give me twenty dollars? Can you can yeah. you help like, me out? Can you like carry this whole life and like make <laughs> forever? Sure, like right, or for like, or for a couple of years? Right. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> when you sick of it, like just make sure they go, go to the right place, please. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you make give me twenty dollars. It's like, can you you know take care of this life? a whole child? And it's and it's it's crazy. Like really, like hit my like hit my uncle up and say like, yo, can you take this kid? And he's like, yo, that's like baby number five, nah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so my uncle's like, no, no. Um, so then, um, <laughs> it's like, not funny, the but fuck? no, <laughs> no, but it is it's like, funny. like if you talk to my parents now, they're like, hell no, we didn't want her ass. Yeah. Like, that's the joke of the family, like, nobody wanted love queen, and it, oh. it's just true. I'll be like, I hate everybody, you the baby, I'm like, the they've baby. already like, been through it so y'all. many times, you like, for real, but it wasn't my fault, right? Like, why <laughs> do you say this? And then, like, that's like my brother's, my older brother's thing, like, that's why nobody wanted you, and I'd be like, that's why you're white in an all black family, my guy, like, come on. So, like, we all have our jokes. jokes yeah. But um, that's like our thing. Like nobody want to love me. But um, my dad, he was like, hell no, that's baby number five. You wilding. So um, as time progresses, not so much time. It's like mm. months. You mm. know, I was I was a sick baby. I was premature. I was running mm. on drugs. I'm shaking. Um, legit like a crack baby. Like yeah. I was because my mom was on crack and heroin, and she was on several different uh recreational drugs. Mm. So um, I got really sick. And so they had to put me back in a hospital because I only had 20% body fluid inside. Wow. And so the doctor was like, um, yeah, your baby's not going to make it. Was saying that, um, I'm going to address your question in one second, Brandon Bermudez. Thank you, Ace. So he was saying, um, the, ba- the doctor was telling my parents, like, yo, not my parents, well, my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yo, like, your baby's not really gonna make it like she has to be able to sustain like her life like and be okay within the next 72 hours if not like it's really a wrap wow like if she makes it past these couple days like you could take her home and she's good to go mm-hmm. i'll never forget my mom saying she was like that was probably the first time the hardest i ever prayed in my life because mm-hmm. i didn't it didn't register like oh my god my my kid's gonna, gonna die. die right so then my mom was like all right cool um my mom prayed my and my family grew up in church for some time mm-hmm. so um they had that faith base already. So, whatever. I got out the hospital. My grandma was around. You lived. You lived. I lived. Okay. You lived. So yes, girl you here, lived. not me. I'm lit. I'm alive and shit. So, like, so it was it was cool. Like, I came out the hospital and everything. So, then she calling my, my uncle again. Like, you're... <laughs> My mom is nervy. <laughs> my mom is bold. You know, a drug dealer will call on Jesus' name and they be like, yes, God, you got me out this one. All right, I'm not going to do it again. Good. That's right. <laughs> yo, yo, drug addicts don't care. Yo, they'll push the envelope. For real. So then, like, so, um, so whatever, like, fine. She called my uncle again. He's like, like, no. Nah. <laughs> You know what he wanted to say. Like, no, like, coming through again. So whatever. My my uncle and his wife just happened to be going to my grandma's house or whatever like that. And they said, like, his wife just kind of walked up to me and looked at me. His wife couldn't have kids. Like, the doctor mm. was like, yo, sure, you can't have kids. Oh, That's sure. why they took in my cousin. Oh, okay. So if you look at my cousin, even though our parent, moms are sisters, he's blonde hair, blue eye. Like, wow. you're not thinking he, yeah. we're blood, yeah. but we are. So... They said she just picked me up and like looked at my uncle and my uncle was like, take her before I change my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, you got yeah. two seconds mm-hmm. to pack this little girl's shit before I leave her in this house. Let's go. So my mom was like, 
said, your mom funny. They said, everybody, say less. They said, everybody scattered around and just like grabbed all my clothes and threw all my stuff in the car. Like, take her, please. So, you know, after that, my, my mom had another baby. But he, his father was around, like his father's family, my little brother. Um, so they took him. They took yeah. him, and then my mom really got locked up. And then, like, really, at that point, all of us were separated. Like, mm. all the siblings were separated. All in Willingboro? Right no, no, no. I'm the only one down here. All Everybody's in Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico, North Newark, Jersey, right. North, Patterson, oh, wow. Passaic, Jersey City. So, like, yeah. everybody's separated, and then I'm down here. I'm like, fuck. But anyway, I was a baby, so I didn't, it didn't click, click for me like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just... Um, it was like, cool, whatever. Like, when, you know, growing up, I just always thought they were my parents. And they would always call me Loveleen. And so when I would write my name in paper, I'd be like, my last name is in mom and dad's last name. This is weird. Mm. So, you know, as I got older, um, I would my brother would take me to school. And people would be like, that white boy isn't your brother. I'd be like, yes, he is. And, you know, I'm in Bookbinder. I'm in Buckingham. So, you know, I'm clapping back like, yes, he is. What you mean? That's my brother. Huh? Like, I was hype. So then I went home one day and I was like, mm, all right, he doesn't look like us. Why? Mm. <laughs> like, why? Like, I need to know. I need now, to know why he doesn't People are talking. Like, people are talking. And so I'm, at this point, you thought that. Because you were You're, a baby yeah. when you were that. So you thinking that's your family. So it's like seven or eight. Yeah. I'm like, seven, eight so years old. So now you like got to defend something where you're like, uh, right. we Ooh. in the same house. What are y'all so talking about? How you? Because I didn't, I didn't see color yes. because I didn't get it at right. that age, you right. know, at such an innocent age. So you didn't know those was not your real parents? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> I yeah. thought okay. they were my parents. Yeah. <laughs> seven years old. I'm like, they brown like me. Who is yeah. this white ass <laughs> boy? <laughs> <laughs> So, so I asked my parents, I was like, I don't get why he doesn't look like me. They were like, okay, so you know your Aunt Nancy. And I'm like, yeah, I know her. They're like, that's her son. She couldn't take care of him. We brought him in. And I'm like, oh, word. Okay, cool. And all his brother, all his sisters are your cousins. Do you remember them? I'm like, oh, okay. Stephanie, Tasha. Like, I'm, you know. Pointing them out. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. okay. Because they kept us around, but very limited. But right, still right. was like, those are your cousins, but no. Right. Like, because we lived a different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it was just like they had to shelter us. So I was like, all right, cool. I understood it. Um, But they were like, yeah, you too. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> what? Like, wait, wait, I know you explain who they are, but what's going on here? Right. I'm like, Me too. What? They were like, um, we're not your biological parents. I'm like, you oh, were eight? Yeah, I was like seven or eight. I'm like, oh, oh really? Wow. Like, you just kept this from me the whole time. And they were like, you know, Mima. And I'm like, yeah, that's my aunt. They were like, that's your mom. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, shocked. Like, yo, you're telling me the person I thought was my aunt my whole life is my yeah, mom. Yeah. They're like, that's your mom, lovely. And I was like, okay. And they were like, and all your cousins? I'm like, yeah, my cousins. They're like, that's your sisters and your brother. And I'm like, so imagine seven years old. You're like, yeah, <laughs> what? But were you like, see, were you, did it you register? Family, so like you were in the yes. family. So even if somebody told me that my cousin was my brother, I'd probably still be like, oh, okay. okay. Like for me, we were, and you were, I guess you could say, in an open adoption. Yeah. Like, were you actually ever adopted, or did they no. just take you? No, I wasn't adopted. This is what I found out, and I found proof of this by the time I was nineteen. Um. So how do I make okay? So they, this is where they broke down everything. I'm not going to say my real name online. Y'all mm-hmm. know that. Um, this is how I, I picked up that I wasn't really adopted. Like they tried to break it down to me in layman terms as seven. So it's a little, 
difficult for me to that. You get what I'm saying? Like, I was like, what? Uh, what do you mean I'm adopted, but I'm not? Right. So they were like, um, your mom was, you know, you know, she was a drug addict and she couldn't take care of you and she was in and out of jail. So when she did get incarcerated for a while, um, she pretty much had to write a letter to the court stating, I'm giving them custody of this person. They are to take care of her, that give her medical shit. attention because I required a lot of medical attention mm-hmm. as a kid. Like... I could like I was pigeon toed like I was walking like this as a kid I don't walk like that anymore really? but it was like I had a lot of you know I was really sick and I was the thing is I was born on drugs so heavy like I slept yeah. as a kid oh, that's yeah. all I did like you can ask my parents like all she did was sleep Ooh, pretty sure those drugs are still I in still me sleep because all like I do that. is sleep yo for real I really like my fiance was like you alright I'm like yeah yeah I'm why sleeping. I'm sleep. enjoying my sleep so y'all were born as. Yeah. Crack babies. Crack babies. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. yeah. So it was Thank just you. like, you want money? Yeah, okay. So, hold on. So it was just like, um, so they broke it down to me. So I was Thank like, you. well, I don't get it. And they were trying to make me understand, like, listen. Um, so I was like, okay, that's my mom, but who's my dad? They were like, yeah, we don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know who my dad is either. I was like, what? That's what's... So you still don't Not know to this day? Still to this day. I know his name. I know a name. I know that he worked on a military base. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> First of all, I told them this months I found ago. Her dad. They what? They think they found my dad. I, I think I know. <laughs> Ace is like no. She I would. think I may know who my dad is. Um, his son, but not him. But yeah, I don't know my dad, and that's almost like the most not scariest thing. But it's like not knowing. I feel like I already been through so many, you know, we go on to Jersey City meeting so-and-so and then so-and-so's dying. So many things within our family meeting my father would be a whole nother dynamic, but I feel like I probably would feel a little bit different than my mom a little bit, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. meeting him. So a question for both of y'all, because y'all both didn't know your dad. Mm-hmm. How it was more important for you to have a relationship with your mom than your dad? Yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Because even going through school and it didn't click for me until I went to college and I was in psychology classes and I was in family study classes and I'm like, That's... wait, at this age you're supposed to do this and this age you're supposed to do that. It was like really like you're dumb until you learn. Mm-hmm. And you were, like I said, you were in like an open situation. Mm-hmm. Me, it was a closed adoption. So when we got adopted, like Jersey City was out the picture. Yeah. Like, it was no more... North Jersey, you going here, like you said, my family was very faith-based, very in the church. My dad's a deacon. Um, it was like, we got you now. But it wasn't like a, we're going to embrace and 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 break this down. Now, we did go through counseling, but like I said, I was angry. I, I Counseling, what, I, what, what are we sitting here doing? Like, I just didn't, it didn't like register with me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say definitely... Cause you come from your mom, like you come that's from your mom. like I know, like my daughter, like she loves her dad, but like if anything was to happen to me, she would be, like be, be crazy. Like, you only ask because you know, girls, daddy's girls. So yeah. I didn't know if like that affects us more. Yeah, affects I think because you more in dating and and just real life situ, trusting men, mm-hmm. not knowing like why my dad didn't reach out to me. Or I think it, it's, I never thought about that. Yeah, I really, shut it out. I think for me, more it was like. Damn, how come, like, I spent a lot of time being angry at my mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, I spent yeah. a lot of time yeah, being angry. You didn't even angry. think about the dad. Like, uh, dad. The dad. Okay, but like, I, got my mom had I got one of them. I got one of them. Yeah, I was just like, just my mom had me, and she gave me up. Like, what's good? Like, didn't even think about the dad. <laughs> right. Oh. But, like, now it's like, damn, I really want to find out who my dad is. Because I heard yeah. I have a sister that I never, oh, Brandon, we're going to uh, circle oh. back to your question in two seconds. But to say that is because 
my mom got all her kids back. Oh, I was the only yes. kid. She, yeah, my mom got sober. My mom's been sober oh, for twenty years. Praise God. That's oh, she's a sober great now. story. Yeah. Yeah. What made yeah. her get? What made her on drugs? Both of your moms. How how did they start on drugs? I'm not. Was it with somebody I can't even tell you. Just the environment. It probably was the environment. I mean, oh. North, Jer- North Jersey. You go. No, outside. it's weird because both of y'all from North Jersey. Both North Jersey. You go outside and everybody outside. It's like oh. it's, it's like nobody it's crazy. inside. Nobody's inside. Everybody's out in the street. Everybody want to be out in the corner. Everybody want to be by the corner store. It's just like mm-hmm. go outside. What made y'all not try like go down that road? Our environment. <laughs> yeah. I was literally adopted out of it. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't stay in Jersey. City, and I feel like if I did, I would be a totally different person right. because I already know I have remnants of Jersey City in me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I would have stayed there, yeah, nah. Is it a fear of going down the road as your parents? Because I know no. some people who Mm-mm. have like drug addict. Just no. Not drug addict, alcoholic parents. They mm-hmm. don't drink. So, right, right. Not the fear Not of going down the same road, just being in an environment where I don't have the opportunities that I had being adopted. Like, oh. not to say I wouldn't have had them in Jersey City, but my family, I don't feel like was on the straight. Everybody wasn't on the straight and narrow. Like, I always wonder, like, why our family, like, some of our family didn't take us. Mm-hmm. It's like, where was where you, your sister? You, like, my, you, right. You. Like, my mom had sisters, you know, and it was like, where were y'all? Well, like, why didn't y'all take us? And then I had to actually get over that because it was just like Michelle you can't worry about that. why everybody didn't do what they were supposed to do yeah. you ended up where you were supposed to end up and that's For all that reason. matters mm-hmm. that's how I had so. to look at it really because I was just so angry I'm like how you get all the kids back but you ain't come get me like I was so angry at her and it took for like one Thanksgiving, my first Thanksgiving ever that I ever spent with my mom. I was in my twenties, mm. and I'm still in my twenties. <clears throat> uh huh. Uh-huh. We all are. Well, okay. Your last twenty. My la- I am. I'm twenty nine. <laughs> but it was in my twenties. Enjoy like, this bitch. <laughs> I am. Can't white girl wasted from uh, me. Okay. I am. I will. <laughs> I might not. I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> but um, you got a couple more months. <laughs> you better be that hoe. <laughs> be that hoe. <laughs> Be the hoe that they said <laughs> 29 because in 30 that. you're not going to be that anymore. I can't, I can't. I'm not allowed to by 30. It's be a cat. It's like a hoe. It's a, is there a hoe cat? I don't know. But oh. yeah, it's a hoe cat. It's, it's a hoe cut off. It's a cat. No, it's a, a cut off. You're right. That's a, a good one. A hoe cut off. I, I max my shit. <laughs> Retired hoe. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm go so ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so I, um, like, I lose my first Thanksgiving I spent with her, and I'm like, yo, um, so you're just really going to get the rest of the kids back and not me? And she was like, I didn't need to get you back. And I'm like, oh, really? And she's like, I didn't need to get you back because I knew you were good, mm. and they were giving you a life I could not give you. Mm. She was like, you don't want to be your brothers and sisters. Like, there was nights, like, we didn't have food to feed them. Mm. And I was like, okay. And she was like, you were good. She was like, and I was still struggling with them. So I understood that, and then... um. She broke it down to me like you you were good. Like, I'm sorry. That was the first time she apologized to me. Mm-hmm. She was like, Yo, I'm sorry that I couldn't. But if I did love Lean, it wouldn't 20s. have been, it wouldn't have been like, this was like what you're getting now. Yeah, no, this is probably I was probably like 20. I just turned 20. Oh, okay. But she really apologized. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I could work with that. She That's was, crazy. See, they both apologized. Yeah, and, and then it was like a click where it was just like, okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> like you get it. Because you don't have anything else. Like we didn't have any other memories to be like other than her mm-hmm. not being there. So it was only like you really only had one thing to apologize for. Like although right. it was a lot, but it was just really that one thing. It was a kind of a peacemaker. Kind it is. Of. It legit is. I'm a, um 
to my end. This question, question uh, Brandon Bermudez. So with one adoption outside of the family and with one within the family, how did adoption affect y'all social life in the past and present? What are the pros and cons of your social life today that you can attribute to your adoption? Oh my God, I could tell. Mm. Where do I start? Okay, I'm gonna let That's you go the only first. Question? Me? Yeah. yeah. Um. So here's a pro that I could take from my adoption. I I love that I was adopted. Mm -hmm. And I love that I was adopted where I was adopted from, from the family I was adopted in, from the environment that I came from originally. Because if I wasn't, I probably wouldn't have a heart for people who go through a deeper struggle than I do. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be a social worker right now. Because the reason why I'm a social worker is to help people who were who are like my family members who need that help. Mm -hmm. um, I would have never had that understanding of not everybody has the same um, opportunities to, you know, I'm very proud of myself. I'm proud that I got my master's and, you know, I got my degrees and I was able to go to school and I was fed, I was clothed. I understand not everybody has that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Had I not been out of that situation into the one I'm in now, I would have never got that. I think I probably would have just grown up as some privileged girl who, um, bad things happen to you because you allow them to instead of seeing like yo not everybody has that opportunity and another thing i wouldn't be a uh, uh advocate a justice advocate uh um advocating for those who are incarcerated and who need rehabilitation if it wasn't for that because seeing what my mom went through you know my mom has a felony my mom cannot get a job damn near anywhere yeah. and it's so difficult and i feel bad for her but what i tell people because a lot of people talk shit about this generation like us in our 20s and our 30s now, like, oh, y'all are horrible. And what I tell people was, is like, let me remind you that we are the leftovers of the crack epidemic. Yeah, we are the product mm -hmm. <laughs> of the crack epidemic and the mass incarceration epidemic. And when mm -hmm. you don't realize that we are we are trying to come out of a generational curse, mm -hmm. it is so difficult. <laughs> okay. And we're trying to break that. Like, it's us now in our 20s and 30s trying to break what our parents couldn't. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if I could, if I didn't come out of that situation, I wouldn't be such an advocate or a champion for those who one were in it, but for those who are severely affected by the crack epidemic and the mass incarceration epidemic. And that has a lot to do with my adoption because it is the reason why I'm taken into a new family. It mm -hmm. is the reason why inner city and suburban life is different, but why it's different. Right. And it made me who I am today, like legit. So that's that's what I would say about it. Yeah, um, I would have to agree with all of that. All of that is facts. Mm -hmm. um, I would also say that being in an adopted foster care situation for me gives me or allows me the room to have empathy for other people, no matter what you've been through. Like that's you don't even have to have had been through an adoption like myself or Laleem, but mm -hmm. it's being able to, and I, and I believe it, it's also you know, attributed to the fact that I was in a faith-based home. Agreed. It's kind of like, you know, I have that empathy and know that, you know, service to others is not easy. When you talk about having, adopting a baby, it's like, wait, who going to do it? You going to do it? You going to do it? Y'all want to do that? You that's know, what y'all want to do? A service to somebody else is, is work. Like, mm -hmm. and it's not work that's going to be pleasing to you. And I feel like, you <laughs> know, as far as, I'm trying to share. Um, as far as, um, you know, the, the, you know, social work aspect. I'm actually in a place now where it's just like, I work a job. I'm good at my job. I feel like I'm good at any job that, you know, I go to, but mm -hmm. I'm not fulfilled because I feel the same as you. Like, you know, 
because this has happened to me, I want to be an advocate for others too, because a lot mm-hmm. of people don't have that voice. I went through counseling, but it's not like I had somebody breaking it down, being real with me, like, look, you know, I know you're going through this, but it's going to be good. You're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. You got ca- ca- caseworkers that's like, all right, we're going to McDonald's, or all right, I'm taking you to the next house and bring mm-hmm. your black trash bag and let's go. And it's like, it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this I, is a they job. just a check. Right. It's just a job. And that's what I do now. I just work a job. And I like my job, love my job. I feel like I'm good at my job. What exactly but, do you do? I'm in sales. Um, I actually um, manage the biggest account at my job. Sell me some shit. So, but I'm listening. Well, it's it's equipment parts for commercial no, kitchen. Oh, so, yeah. no. uh, well, well. But I can get you wait. some stuff in your kitchen. Word. Like, we'll talk later. All right, got you. <laughs> like, it's like commercial grade, so they ain't never going to go bad. Well, I'm going to need that. Y'all going to be in the kitchen chefing it chefing up. Chefing it up. Oh, really? Yeah. Is okay. this cast iron? Yes. Okay, Good we'll talk because like I just, okay, you about right. to take all my money. So, um, yeah, I got you on the discount. So, yeah, so I feel like I'm good at my job, but I feel like, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm, I'm a natural helper. I help people. I encourage people. And so it's like, I'm, I'm trying to make that shift because I know that I didn't go through this just to be adopted and landed in Willenboro and, for you know nothing. what I mean, for nothing. So, for nothing. hello. Hi, who's on the line? Hey, it's your boy Kelly Blaze. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> you back? Our Scorpio so I man. Got a question. Scorpio. What's up? So, all right. So, what y'all are doing right now is great. This content, I love y'all. Thank um, you. Social media. What are y'all doing right now? Y'all are broadcasting live. We got six year olds using FaceTime. We got eleven year olds with Instagram profiles. How what role do you see social media playing in adopted kids' lives? Or does it even have a role at all? I feel like it could go far. Sex. I feel like I feel like Give it us a second, Brandon Bermudas. We're gonna hit the cons in a minute. I feel like right, it could yeah, definitely he did go, kinda hit that. I feel like it could go very far. I feel like I was in a stage of um, I have a writing major, so I'm good with words oh. and stuff like that. So I feel like I don't have the creative, but I feel like social media, you you reach the masses. Like you reach the end, like you said, to be that young and going through that and knowing that. I was watching something the other day and they said that young kids pay for followers. I was like, pay for followers? Pay for what? followers. Wow. And that's like a self-esteem <laughs> thing. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You should not be giving somebody money to follow you online. If mm-hmm. you're going to do something online, let it be productive. So, um, you know, this topic could definitely be something that can be huge on the social media site because, you know, you're talking to somebody that's really hurting. Right. And to have that authenticity on the other line, that's priceless. Yo, for real. I look at, um, and I will say this, the cons now. Not cons. It's not a con. Sorry. I'm going to hit that in a second for the other uh, guy who had the question. Um, I will say this. We're in such... um, Self-loving and self-fulfilling generation. I don't want to say generation, but phase right now in Mm -hmm. social media. Um, But the one beautiful thing about it, in a sense, is how much representation matters. So when representation matters now, Mm -hmm. we are just showing black love Mm -hmm. and black families and wholesome families. We're trying to to show families that haven't been dysfunctional, that aren't broken. So when you have kids looking at that and seeing, okay... I I see that that's not where I'm at though. Like, right. okay, I have somebody that adopted me, but a lot of times, like, 
we don't look like the people that adopted us. Mm-hmm. Like I look like, but like I said, my brother doesn't. Right. Yeah. And you don't have questions, honestly, until, I mean, I didn't really have questions until, like I said, I started learning things of developmental stages that children should have been at. And it was like, well, I didn't go through this trust stage of trusting someone and I didn't go through this stage. And so then you start to question like, dang, all these years now I do have questions, mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? And they, they just start coming and they, and you're like, who do I really go to, to, like I said, they give you a counselor, but I don't think you're mentally at a point in your life. I feel like they should send that counselor when now. you're like 22, 25, like How about I need you that going through now? stuff, <laughs> right? Like pay for that counselor for me. Cause now I need her right. or him. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? At seven or eight, it's like, I'm still developing. Yeah. And why am I in this office? Right. And why are we like it's not doing come nothing. On. Like right. keep this counselor uh, a while. Right. Keep, keep her this... keep on hold. Keep don't on you hold. Think it, it, don't you think though, if um for kids who are adopted now it's more social media, like they have groups, they mm-hmm. might have adoption groups where mm-hmm. people can right. you know talk with each other about their like they have somebody to vent to. I mean they they possibly could, but here's here's the dangers of that. Uh sex trafficking. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like that that's yeah. that's a yeah. huge yeah. danger. So at what age you said so at what age did you start telling people you were adopted? As soon as I found out, like I went to my best friend, like, yo, D, I'm adopted. She's like, okay. And I'm like, nah, for real. Like, I'm adopted. Like, my So you were telling everybody. Like, I was telling everybody, but then it started <laughs> it's it's not even that not that I wasn't telling everybody. So let me say this. This is what goes back to my original name. I never tell people with my original name. My mom had to walk into Bookbinder. My mom had to walk into Memorial. My mm. mom had to walk into Willowbrook High School and say, oh, Don't okay. call her by her real name. We're trying to get used to her name that we gave her. Oh, okay. and so that they were they were click they were like she's ours but she's adopted she's in the process we're trying to get her paperwork filled out to change her name so then people would have questions and then you would overhear chatter and then I had explained like yeah so somebody like my teachers would say my name but they're like but not your name apparently your name's lovely and I'm like yeah and they're like oh well why and then I'm like because of this or whatever I would explain oh, okay. it so it was just difficult because um yeah, it was difficult to change my name. I never got my name changed because you got to find out who my dad is to change my name. Really? You got to know who my, my dad is. Na- my last name was changed. So like name. on my Facebook, that's mm-hmm. my biological last name. Word. And I actually found, I actually left the part out. Um, I made my Facebook with my biological last name and a family member actually reached out to me. Oh, really? And that's actually how it started. But me, it was just my last name, like going into Willenboro. My last name was Worthen for a while. And then once it, you know, everything, the adoption got finalized, that's when it, you know, changed. changed. Yeah, no. See, my adoption was never finalized. I can't, you remember, it's open. It's just like you have custody of her. You can't fully adopt her. Uh, they don't have my, they don't, my mom didn't sign so the paper. So it's like relational custody? Yeah, it's literally like you got custody of this person and I could get her back at any time. That's why I asked my mom, like, yo, why didn't you get me back? She was like, because I knew you were in a good place. Uh, it was just like. It was open. It, it was open, exactly yeah. what we explained. So it was just like, no. And then they were like, well, we can't change your name without letting your father, your father has to agree with it. We can't find your dad and your mom has to agree with it. Your mom's It's not like, on your birth certificate, your real dad? No, he he. My dad got locked up when I was born. Damn. So when he came out to look for me, my mom was like, "Oh yeah, I already gave her out." You you oh, know a name? Like you have a name or anything? I have yeah, a she has name. a name because we found him. <laughs> She's first of all, the name is common as shit. Like John Smith. Well, well, mine is Roosevelt Smith. Damn. For real? Speaking That's of searching for people. Have y'all ever thought of doing the Ancestry.com? I actually want that for my birthday, up. October 29th. Um, Michelle hey, Worthen, you can DM me. Um, hey, that's what it's Cash app. Cash, Cash app. app. Mick Giles. 
Um, M-I-C-K-G-I-L-E-S. Yes, I actually want to do that for my birthday. I really do because um, at this point, I mean, you look crazy. Like, I feel like I look crazy sometimes going to the doctor and they're like, well, what's your history? And I'm like, I don't know. That's what I mean. I What's your know. father's history? Got no know. clue. Uh, we just gonna ride this. We gonna, we gonna ride this wave together. Like <laughs> right. when I find out, you find out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's you know one of those things, and just knowing your history, period. But it when you're helps. adopted, you're always trying to cling to something that is like you. But um, Brandon Bermudez, that is a con right there. Not knowing your medical history. Yes, that fully. is a huge wow. con. That was one of the reasons why you know I we wanted to push to uh to uh find our family because it's like but even finding them is not like i had the conversation like um so uh do we have uh any of this in our family like i felt mm -hmm. like i never could have that connection right. to even ask that question you know mm -hmm. but um all right mr blaze we're gonna let you go because we do have a yeah, minute yeah, cap yeah. <laughs> thank you so much thank, thank you keep doing your thing thank right. you Take i have care. a question for you guys was it because um, I always want to adopt kids, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think it makes sense? But I don't want to adopt. I feel like I don't want to adopt unless I'm married. Mm -hmm. okay. I don't want to adopt in a single family home. I don't think mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. a good environment for a child. It's not an ideal. So what? Because people have done it. People mm -hmm. do do it. Mm -hmm. What is your take on somebody being married? And I'm not saying that all marriage is good because you could be married and be an abusive home. That's not good to bring a child into that either. Right. But mm -hmm. um, what's your take on that? Like... Make sure your home is, and, and it's, if you are, uh, it depends, I don't want to say this because not everybody's religious, but I am going to say it. Make sure you're consistent. And if you're going to be a God-centered home, make sure that's consistent, mm -hmm. especially for your child. Make mm -hmm. sure your child does see something healthy. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't suggest a one-parent home. Like, no, I wouldn't suggest a one-parent home. I would suggest make sure you're married. Make sure you're consistent with that partner. Make sure that partner is healthy and consistent with themselves and with you and with God. Um, make sure they're a good father figure. Because let me tell you, there's many men of God who aren't good father figures. No, no, no. I know that. Yeah. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, there's That's some... what I'm saying. So it doesn't matter if you're married or... You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I actually feel like I'm not... It would be ideal. Like it's said, ideal. If you're it's married. ideal. Right, right, right. If you're married. Um, you know, God designed the family. It would definitely be ideal. Mm. But I do not feel like because you are a single female that you're not capable of loving a child and giving oh, a yeah, child no, a home, no. you know, giving a child a great example of a, a, a parent. Um, there are people who have biological kids that go into single family homes and the kids turn out fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They, you know, you do have your issues and effects of any, any type of dynamic in a family, single home, married, divorced. Um, you know, ma the married happiest people, mm -hmm. they still go through their things and those mm -hmm. things trickle into their kids. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's going to affect you. Everything in life is going to affect you because we're supposed to be affected by it. Um, it's how you, I feel like communication is key. You have to, you have to be a communicator and someone, like you said, if you're going to have, if, if, if Christ is the center, then that has to trickle down to your child. Like it has to, because they have to know that there's a rock, there's a, there's something that's there's a going foundation. to be a foundation and it's bigger than you. And right. they need to know that when they ain't got you, they got that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I felt as an adopted uh, uh, child. Like so many years spent angry, but I was adopted into a family that knew God. So that was my, that was my rock. Like mm -hmm. when my parents didn't understand me, when my friends didn't understand me, that was my rock. Mm -hmm. So as long as you got that rock, 
Um, like I said, marriage is ideal. It is, you know, written that, you know, man should go with woman and all of that, be fruitful. But at the same time, don't count yourself out because right. you ain't found a man yet. Right. Because there yeah, are agreed. kids that need homes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So. How do we feel? Kelly Blaze asked a question. Well, how do we feel about adopting into same-sex parents? Oh, well, you know, I, I ain't know. for that shit. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I, I mean, that's not... <laughs> I don't know. You know, because how can you be God based if you're right. married in if you have a same sex uh where a woman and man a man's supposed to get you, a woman pregnant? It's not I how, mean how do you call it do, righteous under God? Yeah, right. it's not righteous like at all. I mean, do you? Do do you? I mean, right. you I'm not judging anybody right. who does it, but I don't think that's a good idea. I when they, I saw that they started I, doing I that, I, I don't, don't think I don't, that's I don't believe it's a good idea. Um, I'm going to be open and transparent. Um, I actually dated a female before mm-hmm. and she had a child mm-hmm. and we were in a relationship and it just was, you know, at first it was he, but it got toxic. Like two Quick females or gradually. Um, I would say gradually. I mean, it takes a little bit to to know somebody. Correct. So when you get to a toxic level, it's kind of like, all right, like we gotta I feel stop like this. All women relationships are toxic, toxic. right? Because you're too right. But even men, yeah, like, men too. You, you can be in a like. I just feel like too. You, you it's not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Like you're not supposed to like. God didn't make man to be with another man because you know what man can do and that's not what another man can do for you. Like mm-hmm. a woman is in a man's life mm-hmm. to you know see the things that he can't. And a man is supposed to lead, but a woman is supposed to be that neck. Like, yo, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you're raising children and you want them to go up the right way, not saying that same-sex people can't love children, they just shouldn't, I feel like, do it together mm-hmm. in the same household because- It's confusing. It is. Like, t- imagine two men raising a woman. I mean, a little girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what I mean, are you going to teach her? What are you going to, right. Like, how is that, what kind of dynamic is that going to be? How is she going to grow up to look at females or even males? Like, you know what? Because what I mean? representation matters. It does. So I, I don't know about the same sex. I, I don't can know. honestly say nah. that. It's, nah. it's, 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 it's not for me. Yeah. Nah. I'll say that. I mean, it's doing it. People are doing it, but mm-hmm. yeah. that's not idea and that's not good either. I mean, that's just crazy, but it's a little much. It's a little much. That also goes. That actually leads into like kind of like our next topic. Remember how we discussed online, like in our group, mm-hmm. in our group chat, that the just hilarious comment. Oh yeah, that she was on the Breakfast Club and they asked her why her and her ex Chris broke up, and she was stating, you know, his lack of relationship with God and it's pretty so much important. It is, and he was pretty. She was pretty much breaking out like, well. He doesn't have a relationship with God. He doesn't know God. And that's somebody I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and just having a discussion, you know, y'all saw my uh, thread online. Yeah, people, I don't... Uh, How do y'all feel people, about that? No, I feel I feel where she coming from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, and people judge you like, oh, well, she got a kid with him before marriage. So, I mean, we all sin. We're, we're allowed sinners. to grow. <laughs> right. We're I ain't there sinners. yet. I ain't reached the pearly gates yet. So I got some work to do. I and I exactly. I mean, we all got work to do. Mouth is reckless. Exactly. I got to work on it. <laughs> oh, your mouth? We're in the same boat for I'm, real. I'm trying to like to do so much better. Me like, too. Like, I'm the worst. No, I don't think you are. I think I am. Want to test me? <laughs> Match me, sis. <laughs> But it could be just that aggression that we have, like you know, with the father not being there, we it is so we gotta send for ourselves. It, yeah, it's like, so much, and then you gotta. It's crazy because y'all got yeah. a lot in common. But Besides. anyway, back to the just hilarious. Right. I think that is so important because 
even something down to, you know, worrying about things. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like someone that don't have a relationship with God can't let things go. You can't let things go. Because if, if you had a relationship with him and you, you know that you're supposed to practice daily forgiveness and you still holding on to something, but you say you pray, your actions are not lining up with what you're saying. So you don't have a relationship with him. You may want to have a relationship with him. You may pray to him to say, you know, God hear well, me and you, and you know, you're just not there yet. But a relationship is, this is bothering me. God, I know that you know it's bothering me. And I know that you want to do something to take it away, move it or whatever. So I'm going to give it to you and I'm going to keep it moving and really keep it moving. Like, like not let it hinder you from doing something that you know you're supposed to be doing the next day but you still worried about yesterday and we're gonna take it beyond forgiveness because it's not just letting things go like grudges i'm saying letting things go like disgusting habits like Mm -hmm. disgusting actions Mm -hmm. like lies like let letting things go and some things are hard i must say like we're all human some things people get in their comfortable space and it's hard to but god knows what you struggle with so so on that point of having a relationship do you think people have a strong relationship with God and still fornicate? I, I feel like you could have. Yeah. See, the thing is, <laughs> yeah, no, no, you no, human. listen, 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 <laughs> listen, 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 Linda, no, no, listen, Linda, no, because I'm saying I Linda. struggle, I struggle with it. Linda, listen, okay, <laughs> all right, let me break it down. The headphones done came <laughs> off, y'all. Let they me break it down. Slid back, all right. <laughs> If you have a relationship with God mm-hmm. and you fornicate, uh-huh. all right, and then you have somebody that don't have a relationship with God and fornicate, what do you think the difference between the two are? <laughs> Nothing. A sin is a sin is a sin is a you're sin. You're right. A sin is a sin. But if you're, not to say that you're bringing God into it, but you kind of are because right. if you're a child of God, he's with you everywhere. Right. So say so that again. If if you're a sinner, mm-hmm. uh, not a sinner, I'm sorry, everybody's a sinner. <laughs> if you are a child of God right. and you fornicate, uh-huh. But then you have someone that's not a child and they fornicate. Honestly, the child of God that fornicates is going to go to no. They're going to go to heaven because you're bringing God with you. You're, if you don't have a relationship with God, but no, it's still. But bad. you're becoming you're right, a you're stumbling right. I'm not, I'm block. Not, I'm not saying that it's not bad. I'm saying that you got work to do and you need more oh, relationship. But you're also becoming a stumbling block to the person you're fornicating with who doesn't know God. You're very mm-hmm. right. So it's maybe like, fornicating with somebody who knows God so y'all both could work through. Get, <laughs> Get out the studio. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I'm just saying that. That's like my best bet right there. If you're going to do something and you bring God with you, it's better to do that than to do something and not bring God with you and not struggle with it. People that don't know God don't struggle with their sin. Okay, because they are what? comfortable right but they don't struggle with their sin no. people that know god struggle with their sin exactly and that's, why that's the, what i'm saying and so that's it doesn't why matter the relationship is. is right and that's why that that's called a relationship when you with your dude you struggling with them sometimes because it's like we're not the same we don't come from the same background I, I mean i don't know the dynamic but but i'm not leaving not, you right but we we're gonna we're going to you know work this relationship and relationships right. are not easy. Absolutely, they're not, not easy. So so being that is God doesn't mean that you know you're wrong or you're you know as long as you practice daily forgiveness of forgiving yourself of First. that sin right that you committed, then you know that you know you can ask God for repentance. You know what I'm saying it's better to bring God with you than not to have him at all. It really is comes down to the fall down six times get up seven yeah it really does come down to that concept so i keep because i can't wait i can't wait nobody's sins mm-hmm. or the, the level i've exactly. listened i got my own 
You no, know, I know you got your own, but I know if you struggle, if you struggle, it's hard. But get up. That that's really yep. just the concept. I think God is looking at a get up kind it's of a person. Hard posture. It's like yeah, you know, it's 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 you know, are you gonna let it keep you down there, or are you gonna believe what I said that you're more than a conqueror? Like it's not going, right. it's not going to kill you. To you get might back struggle up. a little bit, but you'll be all right. I got you. Right, right. No, no, no. Like facts. It, it, there's a specific Bible story, a Bible story, a Bible verse that it's saying, you know, the hardships that you endure now cannot compare to the glory that he yeah. will, you know, prevail in you. And that's, yeah. and that's really, that's facts. Like, that's yeah, facts. I know it's going to be real hard, but you got to get up every single time. Yeah. Yeah. It really, I don't know. It really breaks it down, but I feel you on that. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Let me find out you're my long lost sister, and I ain't know. We, pro- I'm telling you, the Smiths. Like, <laughs> no, 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 I ain't a Smith. Uh, I'm a Hill, I'm but I don't kidding. know. But she, hey, it could be. Hey, y'all it could, could be related somehow. New York and Jersey you know? City is like hey, boom, right there. there. <laughs> Neighbors. Imagine if y'all really was related. Then. Stop playing. I'd be like, so you've been in Borough this whole time. Well, in Borough, whole Seriously. time in the area. That'd be weird. That'd be hilarious. No, but last time, legit, like when I first told them about my dad, like. Mm. They wanted to help me find my dad. I found. She found she my dad like, in Brooklyn, and Ace is like, "Call him, call him." But she won't call. Call him. I called somebody one time who How'd I thought go? was my dad. What did you say? And to tell you the truth, I, t- I I I tell him like I tell everybody like on Facebook like, "Hello, my name is Michelle." Um, <laughs> salesperson <laughs> voice. You use the salesperson voice. I know, right? Hi, my name is Michelle. No, I am currently Michelle. selling commercial. Just wanted to know, um, you know, if you know new Melissa went by Missy, and the the silence on the phone, I felt like said it all. He was like, "Yeah, I know her, but I'm gonna say." He no. hung up. He was like, "No, no, no." But it what like the truth comes out. It flows. Yeah. The truth flows out of your mouth. Okay. So if I I just felt like he was lying, and to tell you the truth, I didn't save the number. I think it kind of made like it was a real. It felt like a, a a short reality for me. Like yo, that could have been him. Mm-hmm. And I just dropped it. Like I just felt it was like a scary. Wait, he dropped feeling. it. He he was just like no, no. He but he and, didn't say it right away. Right, he didn't say it right right away. And I feel like it was that just was like. Him. Yeah, but I never kept the number. I never called back. How'd but you get I the number? Like, phone book child. He he <laughs> he. Um, I have information that his name and he worked on a military base. So military, you move around a lot. Oh yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? My mom actually went to Florida and got. I feel like I was one night stand. Went My to Florida. My dad moved around a lot because his dad was in the military. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, Look at Ace. Ace is like I'm googling her dad now. <laughs> Roosevelt Smith, Florida. Oh, it's about to get real tonight, right? right? <laughs> Ace is there, like about to be making a second call. Like, remember back? Uh, it was actually about seven years ago. Actually, right. I called you and you was all hesitant. Remember me? But get um, off my phone, yeah, girl. so it was like my heart kind of dropped, and I just never went through. That with had it. to be him. But yeah, like because I have gone, th- I have gone on Facebook and like you know told the story, and everybody's like, no, uh-huh. I, I mean, I guess it's, you can kind of hide behind a computer and a keyboard, but yeah, like easy. to call somebody and they just be like, uh, if uh, he was hesitant, because uh, if you know somebody call you like, yo, you know, you be like, hell nah. no, right, right. But if he was hesitant, that sound like that was him. So that's he probably mean. didn't want to come to reality, right? That- yeah, yeah, I mean, after all these years, it's just like, who what do you say? Like, that's what Ace is like. Yeah, call him. I'm like, oh, what, what, what do you, what do you suppose <laughs> I say to him? Like, hey, hey dad, I did that. Remember me? Really? Yeah, I did that. Well, you didn't yeah, know, but your you, dad? but 
Or See, you, you had a direct. The thing is, you had a direct line to get to your dad. I don't know. No, what I this, didn't have a direct line. I I called my grandmother. You knew how to get to him. I don't know how to get to my dad. Right. Uh-oh. That's yeah. a different. Like you know for sure. Like oh, but gra- I was looking it up. I was like, no, I need to know my dad. At sixteen, I'm like, oh no, nah, I need to know who my dad is. And that's cool. Cause I I don't want to be dating somebody my brother <laughs> you know what i mean because yeah. my dad got 13 he got 13 <laughs> kids so oh dang. I, you know what i'm saying so it's like so i so your dad's pull out game we- basura <laughs> and my little brother is 10 so and my but oldest dang. brother is 40 so wow <laughs> no i think 50 <laughs> girl, I'm girl that's, that's a 10 Jeez. year that's a whole decade yeah where you think i get the whole shit from <laughs> And so that concludes today's episode. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, y'all, y'all go to church this weekend. All right. Oh no, I'm going. You better. No, no, I don't know. You need to go. <laughs> she going to Bad South Baptist. I, okay, I'm going to church tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow. I, I'm Seventh Day Adventist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you too? <laughs> yeah, I'm like here, and I'm putting my water down. Like, hit me with something new. No, nah, I'm not actually. No, nah, I'm Baptist. Okay, but what's what, your what daddy? <laughs> what church you go to? No, Alpha, my dad. Alpha, no, Alpha Baptist. Alpha right Baptist. Okay. Danny Scott is the pastor. It's my. Um, what's that? The one in Wilmer? Mm-hmm. By Old Comcast. That's my um one oh, of my okay. closest friends' uncle. Yeah, my dad's a deacon there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. So I never been, and he invites me all the time. And I never go, and it's like my childhood friend. So no. it's, it's okay. a good service. Yeah, I it's always hear that. I just I go like to my boyfriend's churches. Before I go to no, no, You're too screaming, too much screaming. <laughs> I can't. It's the spirit. I'm loud, like, nah. so I need <laughs> I a church. It's that, too long that too. matches this voice. I go to mixed churches. Where a lot of white people at. Oh, that I sounds like an blackish episode when it's they went to church rainbow. and they was in there for hours. They went to the white church like, all right, we're done. Exactly. Quick. You can wear whatever you want. That, that's my type of So church. I promise you. You can come to a like, Baptist church and wear whatever you want. It's come called as you, you are. are. Okay. And no, no, come no, no, as no. you, you are. You be feeling. And I if somebody turns you away, they don't have the love of God in them. They judging mm. you. You be feeling awkward as hell like. But why? See, that's the thing. And then the black churches, they be asking for money. They be like, yeah, we need to put ten people. We gotta in pay the, the musicians. Needs to give a thousand dollars and get your checkbooks out. Like, <laughs> but here I go, like encouraging it. Put an addition on the back of the church. <laughs> when your boyfriend's a musician in church, I'm like, yeah, y'all gonna have to, y'all gonna have to give that offering plate around. See, that's when I, I, that's when I be like, it's time for me to go. Because yeah. I ain't giving no nah, money. Nah, nah, you give, give, you give money. what God tells you to give, and as that's long as it. you give that, you are good. Because I don't you like nobody asking me over. today. The Lord put in the spirit. Five people to give, and that's what honestly, this generation in church, like, oh my gosh, I just <laughs> how you feel about I, it. I, I just feel like it's just not like it was when we were growing up in church, oh, where we had to be there it's and we were secular. there every Sunday. And parents aren't like, no, you need to be in church, get up, stop sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, you ain't coloring in the coloring books, you listening to the pastor, they, girl, talk, you um, preacher, they right don't now. have children, you know. Church? They do have children's oh, church, okay. but That's my cool. parents, there was just times where it was just like, no, you staying right here and you're going to pay attention. Like mm-hmm. at three or four, that was cool to color because they knew right, what right. But seven, eight, nine, ten yeah, came. It, it was, was just like, like, nope, you listening to the word. Go on Praise the worship. You better stand up. Which you, you ain't tired. No, it's like, oh, there's an altar call. Why aren't you standing up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, I got to go up there. 
I didn't even feel the that spirit is, today. That is intimidating. I remember the first time I felt the spirit. I was like in the spirit, like uh-huh. like crying. I was too. But um, that is intimidating. And I must say, like church is a, a place where you fellowship, but like your relationship with God really it's comes personal. in the, in the it's so personal and comes in the dark times where like nobody else can like do it for you. Facts. Mm-hmm. That like that's home base. That's base right there. Facts, yeah. facts. No, that's that's all facts. I think my first true encounter in the beginning of my personal relationship with God came in the end of 2010. No, in 2010, like I had literally just escaped. And I will be talking about this more next week on Love Her segment because this month is Domestic Violence Month, mm-hmm. National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So I had oh, just escaped yeah. a domestic <clears throat> violence relationship. And when I say I escape- I was about to say escape. And I was like, you about to say escape? Escape. Like, wow. no, I escaped. Like I had to wait till he left work. My best friend was parked around the corner, pulled up, thing. put Ow. two trash bags in the car and rolled out. Oh, that's wow. the same thing I had to do. Like, escape. And wow, did. Like, that's when my- Whitney. My son. Right. Mm. And I had nothing. Like I had no job. I was sleeping on one friend's couch, went to another friend's home. Like, mm. like that was my first encounter with God. And he's like, So you ready to um, yep. make this work? And I'm mm. like, word. And like within six months, I left to Puerto Rico, went to school, and then my life really began. Changed. Mm-hmm. Like it really was the it it hit me at the low point when I had no money, didn't know how I was eat, had no money in my bank account. When I tell you, I was in the middle of a depression scared terrified hungry my ex is in dr somewhere living his life on an all-inclusive resort and i had no food to eat for like a while like i'm Mm -hmm. talking about at least a month like i was eating bread almost every day to live Mm -hmm. oh honey child when i told you yeah yeah i mean he yeah like people can't tell me that God's not my, real. Right. Like, that was my rock bottom. For me, it like, would be my ado- for me it would be my adoption. Like mm-hmm. although it takes, you know, people wanting to adopt and wanting kids, it takes God for me to orchestrate that. Like you literally took me out of one land and put me in another land. And mm. like to me, like you can't really nobody can really tell me that God's not real because no. you yeah, know, yeah, after yeah. that it's just like, Yep, this is it. For I seen me. it. All right, mm-hmm. I seen it. Okay, this is part one. We're going to have to do a part two. We'll do a we'll part do two. Part two. Mm-hmm. Tell me when. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Now I know what the hell's at. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop doing that. It's like other women prompt me to do that. What? Like they'll start talking about going, uh, <laughs> or automatically I'm like, get away from me. I don't do that near like, and I'm like, I don't do that near wholesome women. The minute any female does that, I'm like, ah. Yeah, I don't yeah. do that. It's almost like a. Why is that? Yes, you're such a liar. I do not do that shit. Yes, you're, not, you're such a liar. Every woman, every black or Hispanic it, woman does it. it. And it only takes one woman to mm, set it off in a wrestling yeah. room. Mm-hmm. That's it. All you gotta That's do is say, ew, like, ew. We come back. That is the worst influence ever. And the best, because that's like so much unison right there. It really is. So. Thanks for coming through, uh, Michelle. No yes, problem. Thank Thanks you. for having me. No I enjoy doubt. myself. With your uh, knowledge and um, your Scorpio ways. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yo. Yes. You need, everybody need a Scorpio. I feel like everybody need a Scorpio in their life. Yo, for real, my everybody best friend's a Scorpio. Everybody need a Scorpio in their life. Like a Scorpio. And a Scorpio man. What? <laughs> I ne- See, I have never. You. I'm trying to think. I don't think I have ever either. Mm, girl, get um, your Scorpio. Not a Scorpio. Is your man, uh, what's your man's sign? I only know my sign. I'm horrible. What's it, July? Um, it's either cancer, cancer, or t- cancer, cancer. 
Ooh. Yeah. They so match. Which, Another hey, water as matter, sign. As a matter of fact, I have it as my um screensaver. Like we're, we're the like best match. You are. It says um because you're Scorpios. a water sign. Yes. So Scorp. Well, okay. I have it. Scorpios like, as my... match well mm-hmm. with a Capricorn. Yes, they do. Capricorns a Cancer mm-hmm. and a Taurus. I didn't know about a Taurus, but I knew about a Cancer yeah, we, and I knew we, about a Capricorn. We buy well with Scorpios. No, y'all <laughs> <laughs> Say no. Okay, we done. We're done. We out. Yo, what's your handle we though? Out. What's your uh, Instagram? What's your Facebook? Where can people reach I you at? I'll be on social media, but I questions. don't be on social media. Yeah, you don't. So you be like, I'll okay, be in and out because I, I work. I get my money. I'm in sales. Money, I gotta be like, money. I gotta be you know on intense. Um, building those relationships. So uh, my uh, Facebook is Michelle Worthen. W O R T H E N. Michelle with one L. Um, and then my Instagram is m dot p dot g. That's me. Hey, thank so you. Those are my two uh, handles. You and that hey. Hey. Well, listen. You got your advice. I got mine. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I don't, well, okay. Love her. Follow, <laughs> follow love her. Follow love her. It's um, on Instagram. It's underscore underscore love her. Um, you know, this month we're going to talk about domestic violence. I have a couple job fairs coming up that I want people in Burlington County at. I have a couple jobs that are um, hiring. I got Jefferson oh, Hospital. All right. I hope so. Um, I got a couple. I got a couple uh, places that are hiring. So we're going to focus on that. And also, not only am I going to focus on domestic. Uh, violence awareness i am going to focus on this month um for mental health for black men as well as black yes. women it's so, very important yes so hit me up on underscore underscore love her or at warrior hearts hearts with a z though and um that's our that's all we got for and please book. subscribe to us on itunes please spotify subs- iHeartRadio, uh, youtube Play. youtube subscribe 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 subscribe, subscribe. thank you for call <laughs> thanks for kelly Calling in Brenda Bermudez with the question. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for coming in and thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all. Have a good night. Thank you. Have a good night. We out. We out, yeah. Let me holler at you. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't done it in a while. How you cut the live off? There's a reason we invented things like same-day delivery and PB&J in the same jar. We love convenience, which is what makes Kaiser Permanente so special. We offer health care and coverage together. So rather than having your doctor over here and your insurer there, we provide quality health care and coverage under one roof, freeing you up for other important tasks, like making a quick sandwich. Kaiser Permanente. Together we thrive. Visit kp.org integrated. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mail Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852.